0: You're listening to The Self-Worth Circle, hosted by Julie Haxel and Eva Eslander. We are here to
1: remind you to raise your self-worth and wear your invisible crown. It's time.
0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Self-Worth Circle. This week, we have a super special guest with us. She's been here before, and it is the one and only Tara Junker. Hi, thank you so much for having me again. Yay, big welcome. And with me, I have my co-host Eva also. Come and talk. Hi, (laughs) (laughs) welcome back. So today we're going to dive
1: into, well, the most important, well, one of the most important things in life, food is is fuel. And welcome back, Tara. Today we are going to talk
0: about your third book. So happy to have you here. So... uh do you want to, I know I own all of your, all of your cookbooks and I'm a big, big fan. And I really like how you all always put so much thought around bringing in like seasonal foods and sustainability and so forth. But what makes the third book more special or is it more special or how is it different to the two other ones? And if you compare them to
2: well it's first of all it's it's different because the two other ones is basically a fact book as well uh, about the gut flora and this book only has recipes and in the same time this book feels so personal to me i know it might sound strange because it's not because it's not a like book book a uh, roman
0: yeah like a novel
2: yeah yeah it's food and recipes but still it's somehow really my food, it it feels when I look at the book, it feels like it's a part of me. And I've written this book mostly uh, during the pandemic. And that also makes it special because it's really the food that makes me feel good. And the food I want to invite or the food I want to uh, share with my friends when I invite them over. And of course, uh, the latest book is always the best one. (laughs) like <laughs> when I look at the first one, it's like, oh no! <laughs> but is that yeah. so really? Uh, well, a how? bit. Okay. Uh, no, Now, like um, this week, I yeah. cooked really many recipes from the first book. Okay. Uh, the there's a risotto with rye, and there's uh, oven porridge, and I think we talked about this the last time. The jamu, this.
0: Oh yeah, the uh, jamu. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, the turmeric ginger drink. Indonesian. Yeah, 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 yeah. From Bali. If you've been or to Bali. Think, yeah.
0: You, you have probably
2: had it somewhere yeah. and the miso-latte so yeah then I thought hmm it's not that or I don't think it's a bad book not, not at all but of course it's I learned
0: a lot since then yeah well I can imagine because it's like such a probably a, I can only imagine because I haven't written a cookbook but it must be a really big process and as you said With, I feel like with any craft, with any artist, when you, during the process of creating it, you kind of find these tiny jewels inside of you and you have mm. to somehow express it on paper. And of course it's going to be personal. And I think you did a really beautiful job with that. It, like all of your books are amazing, but I, am um, I haven't cooked any of the food yet. I got your book, I think around two weeks ago, yeah, but yeah. my, my work has been insane and just busy, but I really can't wait to sit down and, I already had a look at the different recipes and it's just so inspiring and there's there's everything for everyone in my own opinion and new flavors and textures and i mean oh my god so excited
2: well i'm really really happy to hear (laughs) that and that's the best part when i see that my friends or anyone cooking the recipes it's one thing that you have in the book but then someone actually cooks your recipes it's like I said, it's a part of me and then <laughs> yeah. it's suddenly there on their table and they, they are enjoying it. And uh, with this book, I've seen, I don't know if it's due to the circumstances that maybe people don't eat in restaurants as much uh, as the previous years or so. But really many people around me actually cooked food already and it's all, only two weeks old. So ah. that's been a big surprise for me and I'm, I'm just like overwhelmed to see it.
1: That's amazing. What's the uh, what would you say? Like with the, your previous book, the theme was kind of like a gut health yeah. and and uh, fermented food and on all that, like kind of maintaining the pH in your in your gut. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Like you said, the theme was more with the with this last book or the third book to kind of have like create food that really you love. Mm-hmm. But is there anything else,
2: like another sort of theme to it, or yeah. Uh, well, the book is named Veggies
0: Every Day of the Week.
2: Maybe good to, <laughs> to, yeah, say good to mention. <laughs> yeah,
0: And it's also your first book that is released in English. Yeah. So for our English speakers, keep yeah. your eyes open and ears open. open. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I would say that the
2: main thing I take with me from the last two previous books uh, is that you should eat really many different veggies that's like
0: if someone or this we talked about and i
2: i thought think it was the fourth episode
0: of your podcast yeah it was she so tara was on our podcast earlier i think it was like fourth or fifth episode yeah. so we were very in the very beginning and we were like super nervous still finding our way through this <laughs>
2: yeah uh and then we talked about that health is such a subjective thing yeah so, yeah yeah and One thing that I would say that goes for everyone is that healthy food is to eat a bit of everything. And I hope that in this book, there's no... pin. like, you should do it like this. It's just veggies in new, hopefully creative ways that makes people want to cook more veggies. And of course, of course, it's the same food philosophy, like in the previous books with uh, seasonal veggies Mm -hmm. and with finished vegetables. So it's good for you, it's good for your wallet, it's good for the climate. Yeah.
0: Mm. It's, yeah, it's a really inspiring, it's just like the the beautiful pictures. And um, would you like to uh, give us a little bit of more of background, how the process of creating a cookbook how it looks Mm -hmm. and what kind of steps there are, because you do everything yourself. You take the pictures and you write the recipes and yeah, it must be a lot, a lot of energy and a lot of time and uh, a lot of food. (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah. So first of all, you need an idea, of course, and
2: that I worked with together with my publisher, of course, uh, of course, of course. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i haven't talked english in such a while but um you need an idea and it has to be quite specific Is there are so many different cookbooks right like in sweden they publish one almost every day so it's a huge market and you have to stand out somehow and after that I think this looks different for everyone, but I collect like different tastes that, that I want to have in the book and different recipes. Uh, many of the recipes I cooked before, or I knew that this is a recipe I truly love and I need to have it in my book to feel complete. Yeah. Um, so I collect basically different taste combinations and uh, I can like write uh, sesame seed, feta cheese, vegetables or, or something like that quite like open and then i start to uh, research and just think about what it could be uh. and these recipes like did you have them before or
1: were it, like did you come up with some of them during the process of mm. kind of, of the creation of the book
2: well some i had before but most of them are new i just basically Uh, choose a taste or a vegetable or a different ingredient and then I think that like what could I do with this and then I create a recipe based on that or I know that I want to make a dumpling and then I think what what could be the filling for example
0: that's really beautiful it's like creating art somehow also at the same time because if you like you said you can just like or yeah like uh, if you go into a store and you pick up a let's say beetroot um do you there and then come up with the the dish or does it take longer i guess it depends on and probably we go through like different processes with different dishes and different recipes but i mean yeah do you want to uh well
2: it depends Yeah, uh,
0: when i cook at home not not uh, for a book or something or yeah.
2: recipe creation, I usually just go to the store and I buy whatever I want. And then when I get home, I'll look at what I got and think that, hmm, what could I make? So basically I, I mean, you freestyle it. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I, I mean, there are so many recipes that I made for the book that's not in the book. So it's a big process of like killing your darlings or just thinking that, well, this didn't work or maybe it's super delicious, but but it's a bit too uh, difficult to make or a difficult ingredient to find or something like that. And your thing is like keeping it quite simple, right? For Yeah, the book is uh, actually, it's uh, in four chapters. The first one is the longest one's one with... Uh, well everyday cooking basically then there's the second chapter with the small dishes it's a bit like how you eat nowadays in restaurants yeah. that you order different kind of kind of
0: like six sides yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: and then you just share them and that's one way i love to cook just to have like well small different things and vegetables and create something from them And then because I love cooking, I couldn't make a book with only, I know that like short, easy recipes, they really sell, but I love to cook. So I couldn't make a book just with like easy recipes, or I would say they're all easy, but not only like 20 minutes in the kitchen, because I love to be in the kitchen and I love not just to eat, uh, but to cook. And then of course, the fourth chapter is sweets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But also with with vegetables, for example, there's a zucchini cake, there's a Tosca cake with parsnips
0: in it, and then there's a chocolate cake with potatoes. Uh, The zucchini poppy seed cake. Holy mother of God, it's incredible it's so good So I cannot to wait to bake it here at home yeah and so you said the third chapter is like for the weekends and yeah. when you can spend more time in the kitchen like pasta and gnocchi right definitely anything else uh do you have any favorite recipes from the book I know. like if you have to mm. or like the recent one there was this like chickpea um feta, feta thing that got really yeah. hyped yeah have you seen any similar patterns to this
2: book? Well, that's the thing, because I know I should have a standard answer to this one. What's mm-hmm. your favorite recipe in the book? Because everyone has, <laughs> but I, I can't tell. Yeah. I really, uh, I like them all. I have so many favorites in the book. And that's a like interesting thing. Uh, people have been cooking quite much from the book. And everyone is cooking different things or Ooh. the things that I've seen... Uh, many times it's still many different things. For example, the dumplings in the book with uh, mushrooms and kale and oh, no, no, not kale, cabbage, and sunflower seeds. And then there is this gnocchi bake tray.
0: Oh yeah. Thing mm.
2: and cauliflower wings with some parmesan cheese or yeah, parmesan cheese. That's maybe the three recipes I've seen the most. Yeah. But in the previous books, I mean. In the beginning I saw like some pictures someone cooked something but it it just feels so crazy that there has been so many recipes that someone else tried already Mm. like I can almost every day I get a message with someone uh cooking or sending a picture and like my boyfriend's parents and my friends and people I don't know and yeah that feels good. (laughs) I'm just
1: so impressed. Like I I remember even last time you we were on the pod, I'm just like, I'm not a good cook. I bake sometimes. And that's like, don't say it. <laughs> no, but like, I don't feel like I can just be like, Hmm, I'm just going to pick this flavor and think about what would go with this flavor. It's, it's just, it's just like, I think it's something you, you just naturally maybe have you mm-hmm. know it's just obviously like it's like you said it's it's art you know it's a craftsmanship and it's just so amazing that you found this craftsmanship and that you're now creating it in um like packing it into a, a way that that you can also give to people
2: that don't have mm-hmm. this craft right but I guess it's also uh, like for example with yoga I could never like teach a class i would be like ah, just wait i have to figure out what what we will do next and that's something that you have and i of course i love food i feel really like passionate about it but i always also read about it and i learn new things constantly and that's the same thing with with i guess yoga for you and where do you get like your inspiration? Is it like,
1: do you have a, s- a certain like cuisine or a country that, or is it like everywhere or maybe a chef that you look up to? Or where would you say that you get your inspiration
2: uh, Well, right now? Maybe yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, it changes, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. right now. Well, right now I really get my food interest from my mom and we talk about food constantly. It's like, look, I had this for dinner yesterday. What did you have? I, I call my mom like three to five times a day. Yes, I do. (laughs) And we share like everything that we eat and send each other recipes. And did you see this? And did you already buy this magazine or should I get it for you? And did you see this cookbook? Uh, I'm in line now at the library for this book. Uh, Should I come by with it? It's, I would say she's like my biggest inspiration. But of course I read books and magazines and Instagram. I would say Instagram is a big, big place for inspiration. And do you have a specific like a chef or someone
1: that comes to your mind or is it just kind of like other than your mom?
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean well- I
1: love that that it's your mom but <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: um I wouldn't say a chef but lots mm-hmm. of people that I follow on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. And at this time this changes the whole time but I would say many like micro food influencers yeah. in Sweden. Okay. I would say that. It's always they're a bit ahead ahead of time. <laughs> and and I must say there is a Finnish food podcast called Bella Table, and it's really, really good. And they talk about food in such a lovely and warm and just great way that you can listen to it and you get inspired to cook. So yeah, one of the, the
1: girls is actually in our our um
2: Oh your training. Our training yeah. group. Yeah.
1: Petra. Uh, No, uh, Kia. Oh. Yeah. She, you know her. (laughs) Julia spacing up. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Uh, Have you ever thought about like maybe starting your own podcast about food? Well, I have the same problem Problem as every Finnish speaking Swede. Swedish speaking Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Which language would I talk? Or would it be a Swedish podcast or finish it it wouldn't work my, my english isn't that great either it's just i i don't know
0: what language do you feel like would be the easiest one for you well, to swedish. express yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. then swedish yeah. i i'm 100 sure you could like sell this to like i don't know Ule or something yeah. it's like if it's something that you mm. are interested in you should go ahead and do it like try it but yeah. you're like one of those people who like in my opinion from what mm-hmm. i've seen you kind of try out things and then it might work and it might not work yeah. i feel like every entrepreneur has to have that in them yeah and just to like go ahead and do things without knowing exactly how it's gonna kind of or without exactly knowing the whole process mm-hmm. you know yeah. like just starting a your own business is quite a yeah. interesting road and especially for well All of us sitting here in this room has
2: something going on yeah and i certainly hope to be working with cooking in a different way or a more uh podcast or moving format Uh, that's something i'm working on right now but it isn't like it's not official yet or and i'm not i'm not sure if it's going to happen but there is something cooking Mm -hmm. pun Not to intend.
0: <laughs> are you allowed to share anything about no. it okay damn it yeah like listeners stay tuned yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i hate when people do this it's like if you
2: you're not going teaser to teaser alert yeah so but there might be something so in
1: addition to this secret project that yeah. might or might not happen yeah. what's what else is on the horizon for you now with the book that's out like mm. probably like marketing it and and doing i mean you can't really do book tours yeah can you? But um, what other kind of projects do you have on the horizon? Is there going to be a fourth
2: book and and so on? Uh, If so, it would also be something that is not official. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's just leave it like that. But um, I have a few lectures, but actually I'm going to,
0: I got a real job. You got one. Yes. Did you... Was it the one that you applied for? Yes. Congratulations! So I'm going to start
2: a, like, uh, grown-up job. Or Ooh, <laughs> like a real yeah, yeah. human adult job. Yeah, but I'm obviously not going to leave. My friend told me, oh, that's going to be so nice once you're going to go to work at nine and get home at five and you don't have all these small things uh, that you need to, like, make work. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm not, not going to do the other things, okay. so yeah interesting so is the this this new job it's has nothing to do with no it's not food related okay yeah but you're still excited so that's good yeah i it's going to be nice with an income also yeah yeah it's been uh, basically i worked with uh having food lectures and although i have some coming this um autumn due to the world situation it's not something that i can live on right now so
0: it's it's a interesting world we live in right now yeah. and it's I, I kind of only imagined like with the food and keeping it sanitary and i don't mm. know it must be hard. but i do hope that everyone is at home right now
2: cooking uh, That's in beautiful. need
0: of a new cookbook maybe i do hope so yes and the easiest way of getting your book is uh, actually just DMing or directly messaging uh, Tara on Instagram, yeah. right? And you can get it from her in a cheaper way than from the bookstores. Yeah. Just so cheaper, you know,
2: maybe faster. Maybe I can write you something cute in the book. Yeah. Uh, but if you do not live in Helsinki, you can order it online, in like every from every bookstore. Well, this is also a great time, like
1: now, you know, was Christmas gift season mm-hmm. starting, yeah. so it's such a great time to be
2: launching your book, yeah, and yeah. I think if you're thinking about Christmas present that you could get this for your like parents or
0: sibling or friend anyone. This is really for anyone, and there's as I already mentioned, there's like recipes for the lazy person, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and for the more like maybe um. I don't know qualified chef Mm. at home even yeah yeah. I I feel like there's something for everyone and um, you make it so fun and even though it's like heavily based on veggies and seasonal food there's this fun twist to everything so I know I love it I really do and um, yeah I love spending time in the kitchen also Mm. I think that i know that people don't really know it about me because all i post about is yoga 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 but like when when i'm at home not when i make Mm. my forking oat oat milk i'll let you know when i when i the what's it called in english when you succeed i succeed with creating a professional barista oat milk at home that's what i'm doing In my free time no but i really like spending time in the kitchen and just putting on some music having a glass of wine and Mm, then just creating and having fun with it and And also
2: now now i think it's important for everyone to remember that of course you shouldn't hang out with too much people but uh, to keep sane invite your friends over like make dinner
0: for them or make
2: dinner together if you can't cook, whatever, make your friends cook, like <laughs>
0: <laughs> make them cook. Yeah, but buy them her book and then make them cook for you. Perfect. And it's also a pretty coffee table book, like just because it's beautiful. Imaginery.
1: Imag the imaginary, imaginary. <laughs> Ima- imaginary. Nice here. Um So I was gonna ask you like about the more maybe about the creative process Mm -hmm. and creating because it like you said that you started creating it during now the pandemic. Yeah, that's a very short amount of time, right? Like so, maybe like in in the springtime you started, and then now it's out. So that's I'm like, how have you been working crazy hours or has it? What has it been like? Because this it's a very
2: short time. I know, and the thing is. Since since I started to write books, it's always been like made in a short time. And I recently understood that other people writing cookbooks, it's like a two three year process. Oh, so yeah. you're like for for many. Mm. And I guess also when it's a like bigger publisher, or you know, your book is going to launch in UK, and then it's going to launch in another way in the US. Of of course, it's a bigger process then, but. Uh, since I love food I have it in my mind the whole time even if I don't think about oh I could
0: put this in a book it's like it's kind of there in the background all the time yeah, like yeah, when you're yeah. showering you're like oh I could put oats together with pumpkin and then yes exactly. <laughs> I love it when you're sleeping you're dreaming about yeah. recipes yeah and yeah then after that I just started to plan
2: the thing um since I worked in Germany when the pandemic started and I had to come home I thought that I was going to be able to or you know in the beginning it was like okay this will be over in a few weeks and I will be back in Germany and I had this photo photo studio um, rented already and everything was done (laughs) and yeah I'm still here in Finland so (laughs) I actually took all the photos in my apartment a few I took on the countryside but but it's really like made it in, in my, my apartment yeah. so that was big uh a big part of the process i didn't think or the previous books we've we always have a, had a studio for them or uh, someone else's apartment or you know just not a tiny apartment that's your own and you also have to like sleep and and live there um
0: So you had to be very flexible, but I think this, this is, this just makes it even more special and even more, even more you. I think that's why I feel that this book is so personal because
2: I can look at, well, for example, I can look at the pasta dish on the uh, cover and I know that. Uh, my best friend helped me make the raviolis and then uh, we took the pictures together and we just like moved the couch and the kitchen table and it was 100% <laughs> chaos everywhere. And my boyfriend came home. I feel so sorry for him. It's like <laughs> our apartment isn't that big and I have to move like all our f- furnitures to get uh, the right light. And he came home and just sat sat and looked at looked at us like not again <laughs> and i know that but of course uh no one else know this, knows the no behind it
0: i yeah it's wow we're
1: just holding the book right now and looking at it it's it's yeah it's like a coffee table book like i like i mentioned just pretty to look at and and look through
0: how many hours a day would you would you work from monday till sunday or would you have like would you put up a schedule for yourself how are you with like working do you do you have a structure or do you kind of like today i feel like creating a recipe and then you do it how do you work mm, with I'm yourself quite
2: organized but i'm also a very very good procrastinator so that's I feel you yeah
0: <laughs> so, so the
2: combination of the two yeah like in the morning I make a big ambitious to-do list and then in the evening like every day it's like oh what <laughs> did I do with this day well tomorrow tomorrow it will be different and then it starts over but somehow this there happened you have the books. <laughs> yeah. and did you have a deadline for it or yeah. yeah you did and I think that that's the thing I knew that it has to be ready on this day right. and if it's not ready it's not up to me there are Like other people and other people's money involved that it it cannot happen it has to be ready on on that date
0: sorry how many months did you say
2: this took well i started in march and then well the book had to be ready in july but then i got to proofread it like for two months so and then it was out now in october so
1: and when you, you did you write it in um Swedish
2: and then you know I wrote it in th- Finnish
1: okay and, and then you had
2: someone yeah to I translate a, it yeah, yeah yeah uh but the first the book is available in Finnish as well and I have a really good proofreader because yeah it would be easier for me to write in Swedish but this is where we are now
0: I kind of like it uh in English it feels mm. I don't know brisky yeah Mm -hmm.
2: yeah it feels a bit more international
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. i'm gonna send it to my dear friends abroad also i feel like this is just incredible holy mostly
1: scandinavian dishes right but they Mm. they can still be basically done in europe in
0: yeah i feel like if you live in asia or like bali mexico it might be a little bit hard yeah but i would
2: say definitely europe and i also think that uh like there's pa- pasta on the first or on the cover, yeah. So, and there is like lots of like Italian-inspired recipes. It wasn't my intention, <laughs> but that's the way I eat. I eat pasta and I eat gnocchi, and and there is a lovely my go-to uh, dessert re- recipe, uh, cherry tiramisu.
0: Oh, mama! Yeah, it's really good. I think you shared this one on your Instagram yeah, a few like years ago. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, please send me the recipe. And you did. And I haven't actually, I think I lost it for yeah. some reason. I didn't like, so I you, deleted yeah. it or something and I thought about it, but then I forgot about it. So good to know. I'm going to get back to that one. Um, but yeah, is there any el- anything else you want to add to this? This process and how how you want to inspire others to cook or even to, I mean, if there's someone out there who wants to create their own cookbook, mm-hmm. what would you like to leave them with? Uh, well, you just have to dare to do it. And then it might be good to
2: know that most publishers work that way that you have to write the book first and then you have to search for a publisher. Okay. So you have to that's be, a huge risk no <laughs> it's a huge risk yeah. so you have to be ready for that kind of yeah. a, like work amount right. and then maybe uh like oh well this isn't a positive advice but not not to hope for too much uh in advance
0: <laughs> there's like <laughs> our neighbor is doing something weird but yeah um i mean i feel like i feel like going into the kitchen and cook some more and there should really be easy recipes if you're not that comfortable comfortable in the kitchen there is like for sure and as i already mentioned you make it fun and there's like vegetables that you don't really think of using like Mm. parsnip and um kohlrabi kohlrabi. Yeah. yeah I always go to, you know, carrots and potato yeah. and I like sweet potato.
2: But um, they're so pumpkin. cheap.
0: and Right. You get and them. they're just there and yeah. you never, like you look at them and you're like, what am I supposed mm-hmm. to do with mm-hmm. it? And then you have your book. So, yeah. Big that recommendation
1: is, to everyone. Absolutely. And it's easy too because it's the the amount of time it takes to create the recipe is in the book as well. Yeah. So that makes it also good like you know how much time you're basically
0: and you also you also split it to like more active time in the kitchen right how much you actually are how much you are prepping the food and then you have the passive time while it's like in the oven or cooking or something so you you know how much energy you're putting into it so and you can also uh see if it if the recipe is vegan or if you could easily
2: make it vegan Oh yeah, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like most of the recipes are quite adaptable yeah. if, they, if they're if they not vegan from the beginning. But you can see that. And then in the beginning of the book, there is a special uh, page for vegans
0: that yeah. they can read through that if I use this ingredient, you could easily An just egg, take, you can swap yeah. it to something else yeah, or exactly. like cheese, you can have this instead. That's yeah. beautiful. Uh, so very adaptive for everyone and
1: and just really like for me the when the last previous time you were on our pod and and i um started cooking from your cookbook it was just like very like i mentioned also like i've never really thought of myself as as a <laughs> chef in the kitchen but it was just like very simple yet and steps and clear and like inspiring so it made me spend more time in the kitchen mm. and th- that's what you want
0: as well. Yeah, so it's
1: really, nice really worked, worked for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think we already said that this, like during this whole year, I feel like people have actually more, hopefully a little bit more time or have had time to find interest to step into their kitchen and start to create mm. because, you know, when you get busy and you don't have much energy we're kind of like i know this for myself i always go to my like my go-to recipes Mm -hmm. when i'm tired i always it's like pasta or it's a lentil stew it's like something comfy and easy and you kind of forget about all the other vegetables that Mm -hmm. are there and this book is kind of a nice reminder of how simple and good something can be and like super tasty so yeah thank you for that and i need that like a reminder of oh i can go for the parsnip instead of the carrot (laughs) and a good takeout
1: too. like what really stuck with me from last time you were on the pod that you said that it's a good idea to always have like the ingredients of those maybe five or three go-to recipes always at your home so you don't have to be like oh what should i make today like you always have Mm what would be chickpeas or whatever you can always like (laughs) throw something quickly um You know together so that was a great like easy tip that's hands
2: down everyone can can kind of follow and i do hope that in the first chapter it's really recipes that you could think oh what should i cook today or i don't even want to cook Mm -hmm. and then you open it and it's like okay well i could go with this one
0: yeah (sighs)
2: well do you have
1: anything else you want to share for our listeners for maybe people that can relate to my feelings of not being the best chefs uh that
2: you would want to share well perhaps that i know it's this like creative process and i love to be in the kitchen and and the book looks uh the food looks good and and everything but remember that like outside of that It's also like chaos and (laughs) just because I love to cook, it doesn't mean that everything is really zen and uh, lovely in my kitchen Mm. and you shouldn't think that to cook, you have to have the perfect kitchen and you have to have the perfect pan, pans and pots and everything. Just, you know, go with it. And if there's an ingredient you can't find or you don't have it at home, just swap it for something you like. And yeah. Right. Just don't be too hard on yourself when it comes to food.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. I think it's a good reminder and, and that we don't always, as you already said, we don't always have to follow every single step in the no. recipe. And we might sometimes skip a flavor and add on something else yeah. and, you know, mix it up and have fun with it. Yeah. But thank you so much for joining us. And I think this was a nice kind of, uh, yeah, just, a. Uh, reminder of how how much beauty there is out there with the with our seasonal foods and in Scandinavia and also Europe so for anyone who wants more inspiration make sure to go and check out Tara at Instagram it's Tara Junka we'll put all the links in the description and um Yeah. Make sure to order a book. This one is like really something. I'm not saying this just because I know her and because she's a friend, but because I really, really love her cookbooks. And this one is, there is something special. Maybe that COVID did bring some glow into (laughs) (laughs) something at least. Thank you so much for being here again. Thank you so much for having me. And for our listeners, um, if you have any questions or if you want to send us feedback, please do so through Anchor. We have a voice message system there. You can also, if you feel like uh, sending this episode to someone who's interested in food or if you want to leave us a review on one of the platforms that you're using, it helps us a lot. So we would like and love to hear from you. We do have an upcoming event. November 15th for everyone in Helsinki
1: or the surrounding area it will be at the Kundalini Yoga Studio on Läverbenkatu in Eira Punavuori and it's actually a drumming journey and a lunar yin to welcome in the new beaver moon of November so it'll be a very powerful session so please sign up for that soon as it's limited spots due to
0: COVID-19 we have <laughs> we're capping all the events to keep it safe yes hope to see you there And uh, you'll hear from us next week with a solo episode from us. Okay, bye now. Goodbye.